What a countdown is. It already passed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to be prepared this time. Whatever. You what up, y'all? It. What up, guys? What's going on? What's popping? What's popping? Sugar B Nicole here with Dove Cats, and we are BGPOV. How and, you been? Um, hopefully, Coco B joins. She got some stuff going on, baby. Um, but, but hopefully, she joins um, within maybe the hour. You know, hopefully. 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 We'll welcome her uh, once you do. Um, But how's your weeks been? What's it been? Two weeks? Has it been two weeks? Me, no, no. Neither do I. That's sad. We don't need know. I don't know, but it hasn't been. Maybe it has been two weeks because we didn't record last week. I guess we took a holiday. Holiday pay. Okay. But yes, um, how's everything going? Everything is good. Work is alright. Um, my baby is in summer school. Oh. And uh, wait, when did summer school start? Monday. Okay. Started on Monday. And they are not as organized as they are during the school year. So it's been interesting. I don't know if he's learning or not. How you don't know if he's learning or not? Because, I don't know, last year with his teacher, we got papers and stuff that he's done. His book bag has remained empty for the last two days. Well, I mean, it's just been two days. That's true. So maybe I should give them, I should cut them some slack. Right. By Friday, they may be doing it for some school. They may do updates weekly. I don't know. By Maybe. Friday, if you ain't got nothing, then I would probably start asking questions like, okay, it's been a week. We don't know what's going on. At all. Or just pull up to the school, holler at the teacher like, hey, teach. Let me holler, let me holler at you. And look, I asked um, my baby, I was like, what's your teacher's name? I don't know. <laughs> I knew you was about to <laughs> and look there's this lady that um because Caleb does carpool so there's a lady that I guess I think she's a TA but she works she's young too and she works with the first graders right so she just loves her some Caleb right loves her some Caleb I mean she's been talking about how much she loves him um since last year because she works carpool in the afternoon and on Monday, she was just like, can I just tell you how excited I was to see my amazing Caleb come through those doors for summer school? She said, I just love him. He is the best. I was like, thank you. And she closed the door. And I said, well, Caleb, what's her name? Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, Caleb. <laughs> I was like, I see you. I was like, you love her too. I see you in the afternoon waiting to talk to her or say bye to her when you're leaving, even when she's not the one that opens your door and you don't know her name. He's like, I can't remember what her name is. And I want to ask because I can know I know she's gonna be like, Caleb knows my name. No, no he don't. 
No, he does not. He does not. So, child, I don't know. Look, he he didn't even know his TA name last year. Maybe he no. only remembers it in certain settings. Maybe, but I know he knew his teacher. And it took him a while to tell me what his um his TA name was. Miss Linkus. It was about she. Well, about, who, well, who would remember that? That him? He should. He see her every day. No, I I'm gonna forget Miss Linkus by the end of this podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but anyway, let's get started. Um, we're gonna start with the tea time. Get your your teacups. Be prepared to have a discussion. So first we have um, T.I. Clifford Harris. Ain't that his name? That's it. Who um, just recently apparently dropped a video and a new song. And it this is Sabrina Peterson is her name? Mm-hmm. That's the lady that did the allegations, right? Right. Um, so and he basically takes some shots at her. Uh, saying things like a toxic person will create drama and then portray themselves as the victim. Um, it also in the video has like a, somebody drawing on a board, making up allegations. Um, and it says create story, find fake victims, things like that. So we all know that this came off the heels of she was the lady who accused him and Tiny of sleeping with these young girls, making them have sex, taking drugs. And the list goes on and on and on. It was like over 30 girls or something had came out about it. And I think Sabrina Peterson, she's like she has charges on him. Uh, Mm. She was saying that he put out a gun on her. Uh, So. The story, um, thanks to Tasha Kay, who interviewed a friend of Sabrina Peterson. Um, and basically the girl, I forget who the girl name was, but she said that, you know, she hung she hung around Sabrina and basically Sabrina, she's she's drama. She she likes everything to go to her way. If things don't go her way, you know, she lashes out, whatever, whatever. But she did say, even though she is drama, it is true that T.I. pulled the gun on her. So <laughs> If everybody can recall, if you remember when that whole thing with Floyd Mayweather, where Tiny, um, I guess, was quote unquote supposed to be messing with Floyd and T.I. And, and Floyd got into it. Well, if you watch the family hustle the next season, Tiny and T.I. had a discussion about it, oh, no. um, about uh, her messing with him. And and Tiny said, well, you were fucking my assistant. And he said, but y'all won't at eyes at each, with each other, though. So apparently that assistant um, is the one that Sabrina Peterson jumped on and beat the girl ass. For Tiny? Yes. Ooh. So um, T.I., in order to get Sabrina off the assistant, pulled a gun out on her. And told her to get off of because that was the only way he knew without a quote unquote how it was is he didn't want to put his hands on her. So that was the only way he knew that she would get off the girl. So, yeah, that was the friend story about it. So she said Sabrina is telling the truth about T.I. pulling a gun on her. But this was a situation around it. 
Now, do we believe Tasha K? I don't know. This is what the girl said on Tasha K, whatever, her, her network you, or whatever. Okay. I guess what I'm saying is, is do we, is Tasha K reliable? I guess is what I'm asking. Know. Like, would she have like a reliable person on there? Well, she might. I mean, I know that she's um, associated with some other YouTube folks like Funky Dineva, Justin J. Um, I don't know. So I feel, I don't know. I could believe that story just because Tia and Tiny, wow, like low key. They do. They are. And I, for some reason, I can see like Ti being like, oh, I ain't gonna put my hands on the. But I know this will make her get up off of her without any intent to actually pull the trigger, but just scare her enough to move. I don't right. know. Because, I don't know, T.I. just that type of toxic ass nigga. Like, I, like he, he's, he try to act like he's so full of the people and all that shit like that. But that nigga got some shit with him or whatever. I believe uh -oh. it. And I can see the girl, because what the girl was saying is, Sabrina, if she thinks she's your friend, like, she really ride or die for you. So I can see her jumping on the assistant for Tiny. Like, if that if that's how the girl, if that's how Sabrina really is, um, based on what the girl was saying. Um, and and she also was saying that Sabrina, like, she the type that she she ride with you, she down for you, but once it, once it turn, once it go bad, like she exposes everything. Ooh. Right. So so it was like, mm, this kind of sound, you know, but you know how it always is. There's there's three sides to the story. Her side, his side, and the truth. So even with that friend, because her and Sabrina ain't friends no more, you right. know, I'm I'm pretty sure she she talked about it in the light to where nothing would implicate her. It's all Sabrina. But she did say, even how Sabrina is, she said it is true that T.I. did pull a, put a gun to her head, but this was the reason that he put a gun to her. So my thing is, is that you, I don't understand. I, well, I guess I still got some fighting in me if I need to, I guess. I, <laughs> I just, I don't, okay, that part I'm just trying to wrap my head around because it's just like, girl, that's dumb, especially for somebody who's not your nigga. Right. And why are you fighting hair as opposed to bopping T.I. and his little he is my question. Girl, that whole situation when T.I. when so basically T.I. whole premise was Tiny fucking with Floyd was a bigger violation than him fucking with the assistant because Tiny knew that he didn't fuck with Floyd. And she was basically like, well, you had sex with my assistant. He was like, well, you wanted eyes with your assistant as if that was okay. Uh, but I don't understand his logic. It's all fucked up, T.I. Right. It's right. all messy. <laughs> it's all messy. Like, none of this, like, I'm listening to his explanation. And I know when his toxic ass, nigga mind, he's just like, that makes sense. That made sense to him. Like, no, sir. It doesn't. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make uh, you know any sense. Like, wouldn't it be better if I went for the nigga that you wasn't at eyes with? It's so weird. Like, and you know, I just, I, even the story with T.I. fucking with the assistant is just like, who, what? 
but I guess they was living that lifestyle, so I can't even say that. I was about to say, why was the assistant even fucking with Ti and he tiny and she tiny assistant? But I guess like if they really was living that lifestyle, where they was bringing people in their bedrooms, all this stuff, hell, they probably brought her in there too. Right. So, right, right, right. But apparently, they are still investigating that whole thing. And what was you saying about she um asked for an apology? She, I think, won't she the one that asked for an apology? But my thing, it was like, she know good and damn well he wasn't going to apologize. She knew that shit. Right. Talking about she was going to drop the charges. Like, sis, girl. Right. See, that's why, like, not saying that people who are victims of sexual assault, all of them should act the same way. But I don't know, like, like it's one thing to say your piece. And then let it play out in court, right? But it's altogether something different. It's like, for like now, it seems like it's a spectacle. Yeah. And off of that right there, I can see the charges being dismissed. Like, nigga, you are being a charge of sexual assault, you and your wife, and you felt the need to do a diss track. <laughs> for what? Nigga, you need to shut up. Right. And, and save your coins. For which you're going to have to pay out. Because I don't see them going to trial. But I definitely see them paying well, they out. Paying some money. They pay, They was paying them 3000 They at least going to come out at least 30000 30, each now. At least. And how T.I. I mean, is T.I. still making money like that? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to count his pockets. But I also no, know no when all that stuff popped off, he lost a lot of jobs. I know he lost the Marvel check. He had a Marvel check? Girl, he was in Ant-Man. So what he I thought he was already in Ant-Man though. How he did was he in Ant-Man. He did, money? he did Ant-Man 1 and 2. They're filming 3. Oh, and when all that mess happened, they were in the middle right. of filming. Ooh, I thought he was worth more than that. Ooh. It's a, and this is Google, so you know. As far as you can take that, it say that um, his net worth is fifty million. Mm. I could, ooh, I didn't know he was that little. <laughs> well, hold on, let me stop because he clearly has more money than me. I'm not saying that. I just thought that he had did more, and he like I was, I was at least expecting a hundred somewhere. Well, you know how accurate? I don't ever trust Google. Google what they posting. You mean you? I mean you can make assumptions. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't ever think that's the true number. Cause I wonder how him and I wonder if that's him and Tiny's net worth together. No, I think Tiny got more money than him. You think so? Maybe she might not. I mean, she was she was famous before him. She did help write. Um, she did help write. I think no scrubs. Didn't she help? I think she helped Tiny. Yeah, right? I mean, her Candy right that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she got a big check for that. I know that a few years ago, Ed Sheeran did a song, and he sampled a line or sampled a bass line or sampled something. Either I think he sampled Scrubs, maybe, and um, they got another check for that. But I don't know how lucrative royalty checks are and stuff when it comes to songwriting and songs and stuff so I can't say it was a big payout but 
I don't know, but it's all it's all raggedy. Yeah, yeah well, we're waiting on that to finish doing what it's gonna do. Because I mean, they did lose their show, or they stopped mm-hmm. recording their show. I don't know if they lost it, but they, they probably stopped, lost it. They stopped the recordings of it, and I mean, I could see that until everything come out, you know, people ain't gonna want to deal with you. Mm-mm. Like it's one thing if you're doing drugs, but people don't take kindly to sexual assault, right? So. No. Good luck to you, Tiny. Y'all gonna need it. I'm mad that... I don't know. I just seen something that says that Offset said Migos made trap music popular. What? Um, and I'm just thinking uh, Gucci, Jeezy, <laughs> T.I. Um, I think you were a little late with that, but that was oh. that actually wasn't on the agenda. That just really caught my attention that the fact they said that. Um, why everybody want to be the first? I just everybody want to be the first to do something like, like, uh, Soldier Boy. Girl, he made me sick. He like a crackhead. They be uh, the when they when something happened and they be like, first of all, Soldier Boy did it first. Cause that fool claimed he did everything first before everybody. Okay. He even got a darn thing up now talking about some uh Jake Paul put up a picture talking about some me, me and the homeboy soldier. And Soldier Boy replied back talking about some there was a day I no- um I knocked out Jake Paul. I did it first. <laughs> Girl, I can't keep up with them Paul brothers. I don't understand them. All I know is that that white boy got his ass beat on Sunday. I ain't see it, girl. I won't wait time I knew that Floyd was gonna whoop his ass hell. He was paid to get his ass whooped by Floyd. Like, stop playing with me. People I know people didn't want to watch that because those other fights they felt like the people were paid to lose to him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I didn't I didn't really watch it. I mean people showed clips and stuff, and I saw one clip where he didn't even look like he knew what he was doing. Just swinging all wide and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, boy. Yeah. Like Floyd beat his ass. And I don't even like Floyd. Right. Because that's all people do is get. It, that's why sports and stuff, it ain't even the same no more. Mm-mm. Like, it's, it's a waste of money to watch a Floyd fight. I remember, I forget who he fought. But he, like, knocked them out in the first round. And everybody was mad that they paid for it. And I'm just like, that's y'all damn fault. It's Floyd Mayweather. Like, that is y'all fault. As slow as he is, that baby can box. As slow as he is, get away. But y'all, you know they talk about how he's illiterate. You know what? I shouldn't do that. That's not nice. Yeah. Uh, he know he can count money, and he's very, very rich, and he can box. So... Or those are two things. I don't have money and I don't know how to box. Exactly. So I just let that man be. Now let him do his thing. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on to the great Simone Biles um, is being ridiculed for being great. Imagine Basically. that shit. Imagine. 
just just reading that felt odd. I just, you know what? I be rooting. Issa Rae did a great thing when, you know, she was at, where was she at? The Golden Globes, the Emmys? And they were asking who she was going for. And she said, I'm rooting for everybody black. That's it. I'm rooting for everybody black. I am rooting for Simone Biles. Um, and have always been rooting for Simone Biles. She seems like, she seems really sweet. And she just seemed like she good as shit at what she do. Right. I can't That's imagine it. being so good at something. And you be, and people being upset that you were so good at, at it. Like, the white mediocrity of this nation is appalling. Girl. Is it though? I just no. no, it's not. Because you know what? White people have quote unquote, and I put this in quotations, have excelled at so many things that they really act so shocked when somebody else does it better than them. But it's never because they really were good. It's because we just haven't expanded into those avenues yet to expose their mediocrity bitch and now that they mm-hmm. can't be on top because they never the fuck were they haven't fixed they haven't fixed in everything you see it everywhere they move the goal post every time somebody do something better than them Oh, well, you can't do that because that's too difficult for everybody else. Well, tell they ask to get in the gym and start practicing. Girl. And see, that's the thing. Like, and they want to, like, like veil it, like thinly veil it in, like, this passive-aggressive shit by saying that they're basically just trying to protect gymnasts that are coming. And I'm just like, nah. I was just like, they asked her. Why did you do this? And she's like, because I can. So it's, I mean, to say that it's too dangerous, maybe, but she's doing it. She's doing it effortlessly. Like, it's not even an issue for her. Like, she's not faltering. She's not wobbling. Simone is sticking those landings and they can't take it. Mm -hmm. So you penalize her to keep others from doing it. Nah, don't penalize folks. People need something to aspire to okay okay Brooke needs to be like I want to be better than Simone let me work harder so I can be better than Simone and it's not happening and when and when white people do start trying it or whoever starts trying it because they want to be better than Simone and they and they land it or they get it I bet you they ass won't say nothing about it being too dangerous then it ain't gonna be dangerous then it's gonna be like ooh, look at this move that we can do now I was like, I'm just, when I saw that, I just, I I was just shaking my head because it was just like, y'all really penalizing her because she's doing these stunts, tricks or whatever. I don't know what you call them because I'm not really that up on gymnastics. Um, Lulu would probably be like, girl, Lulu is judge your mama. Um, I I don't I don't know what those are called, but the to penal those judges are tripping. And what's crazy is they penalize her, and she still won. Still won. Still won. <laughs> it's like 
It's like um be <laughs> what is it like you can win, but don't beat us that bad. Right. <laughs> no, come on. Beat them bad. Beat them bad every single time. Every single time. Do it. That remind me of that coach. You remember that? Was it a high school coach or something? Team won over 100 points, and they was, like, going to – they was penalizing the coach or something. I remember that. And I was so confused. Like, wait, so – they're getting punished because the other team's bad. Like, but then it was like somebody who explained like that the coach should have played other player. Like, I don't know if like the coach kept his best players in the whole time what to slaughter them or what. But I was like, I still don't get it. Like, if you won, you won. I've never heard of people being penalized because they won. Child, I don't understand it. Like, like if if y'all didn't want him to go over 100 points, y'all should have just stopped the fucking game. That's it. Like, and and when they, like they got into 60 points over, they should have just been like, okay, we don't even need to do this anymore. We're There's calling. literally not enough time on the clock for this team to ever come back. So let's just leave it right there. We're calling it. Like, now, I will say to get it back to Simone. Like she won her um the thing that she was just in where she was getting penalized for and they could and people can't take it. But I will say this though, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, could be wrong. But this year I feel like from for the Olympic team this year, it's an all black gymnast. Team for the USA in oh, the Olympics. Yeah, I think I did see that. I'm trying to see if it's the Olympics or if it's a, for the American Championship or something crazy. I need to read. Um, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, these all of these are going. These girls are going to the Olympics. Or I don't want to report on that, but I think. But can you imagine, bitch? If the entire team was black, can you imagine? Girl. Go team. It's you, and you know what's crazy? Is that it's like, yo, this is awesome. Like, look at these all these black dope girls flipping and shit. Mm-hmm. Right? But then I just think about all the negative comments they about to get. And they just have to build they gotta have a good coach that knows they to tell them to have tough skin about it mm-hmm. I just think about it I remember when I was young and when we watched gymnastics the only black girl that was there was Dominique Dawes that's it um and so just to be like it's all black girls like yeah we can go into a whole thing about how black parents couldn't I guess scout scout the talent to know to put their kids into gymnastics and things like that because I remember being in the hood and all the kids could flip <laughs> you know what I'm saying and their parents didn't have the the know how to be like oh they should be in gymnastics you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it was like it was crazy when we would watch the Olympics and shit and see Dominique just there flipping and it's a 10 kids outside your house who could do that you know what I'm saying right. like so it's just good to see now that parents are in a state where they can think about putting their kids and stuff like that I like to see that I like to see black kids doing other things besides the normal. 
Right. I um I I would I was like I always that's why I always share like videos of little kids, little black kids doing shit that's not typical that you that you see like mainstream. I love doing that. Like I love seeing little boys flip. Like I love it. I love to see them tumbling. Um to put some color um in the gymnastics world because I mean we see it's not often, but I mean just imagine little the boys that be flipping just be flipping now, right? If they had access to gyms, exactly gymnastic gyms to be like to train them to do more than they whatever they doing, you know what I'm saying? Like we would dominate there too. Just like I was like, I love that um, Caleb is starting to play baseball as opposed to starting with football or even basketball. Well, he's played he started basketball, but um but he's trying you know his dad is like he needs to try everything and i love to see him in in baseball because you don't see a lot of black children in baseball my um my little cousin her son he is in everything and what makes it so bad the sports that when i make so bad the sports that you would think little black boys would be into like football is what he is least into like he Mm. loves baseball so, I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, even when it comes to education, I love seeing black kids in science and math. Me too. I remember in, in school, I loved science. Nobody told me to go be a scientist. Like, it never even crossed my mind because that wasn't the norm. It was like, you a black kid, you're, you were supposed to aspire to be a lawyer and a doctor and things like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody said, you know what, you like science, you should be a scientist. Right. Like, or or something around that. Like, it didn't even dawn on me. So I love just to see little black kids in different things. Mm-hmm. I I look like that's why. Um, when I be listening to the read, I really be like, like hyped up to hear the black excellence stuff. Mm-hmm. And like one thing that kind of like shook me to my well, not shook me to my core, but I was just like, how the hell. But there was this girl up there, 17 years old, that won some type of science thing. She's going to get funded. That she was using. What was she using? She was using some type of vegetable or whatever. She was designing or creating stitches that turned a different color when this wound was infected. Oh, wow. Some, I think she was using, there's some vegetable that she was using that was the something, I could be wrong. But basically, that was the gist of what she was doing. She was creating sutures that turned a different color when there was an infection. How do kids, how do kids even know this shit? Girl, the hell if I know. I mean, like, I was like, who the fuck would have thought about sutures changing colors? Like, what in the world? And and I guess it's an attestment to the parents too, because nowadays you have parents who let their kids explore things. I I don't I don't know for you, but I just know as as a kid, you just had to do whatever your parents say. You couldn't question it. You couldn't you couldn't your you you had the mind that your parent wanted you to have. Period. Like mm-hmm. if you gave any pushback towards that, you was being disrespectful and all that shit like that. And now um, parents they encourage 
kids to think for themselves. And I just love it. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I just love it. I even with Kobe, like I remember when Cam was so into Project Runway, but Kobe wouldn't let her stay up to watch it. Um, and I was like, why? And she was like, well, because she needs to do this da, 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 and go to bed by that time. And I'm just like, well, use it as a reward. Like if she gets everything she needs to be done, then she can stay up to watch Project Runway. And the only, I was like, the reason why is because you don't know why she's attracted to it so much or attached to it so much. Mm-hmm. Like it could be something in it that she wants to do or that's calling her attention right now. And just let her, I mean, all they doing is designing clothes. Was that only argument that she was was up late? It was, I think it came on at nine. That is late for a little kid. But you, or she could have recorded it. I was going to say she could record it and she could watch it on the weekend. It was ways ways to get around it besides just saying, no, you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so I just like that parents promote um, their kids to do stuff because, and that actually makes the child more inquisitive about stuff. And then they start go looking for stuff. And just think about just like the um, instance you said about this kid um, making what was it a is it a bandage that determined when it was sutures like stitches? Yeah, that determine when there is infected. Like kids open their mind and start exploring things, and that's exactly what we want. Mm-hmm. So, kids, some some of these kids dope, man. I ain't even gonna lie. She get to that. I want. I need to talk to her. I want to be like. So when you was like in class, right? Like, how did it come to you that you were like, "Yo, wouldn't it be dope if we can tell if something was infected"? Mm -hmm. Maybe she had stitches before, Mm -hmm. and it got infected. Who knows? Yeah. It turned colors so they could see it. I'm like, that is wild. Mm. But yeah, um, another uh, another um, black girl who apparently is facing ridicule from the media is um, Naomi Osaka. Uh, she left the French Open because they wanted her to speak to the press, and she said, "No, can't do that." Um, what is she? She experienced depression and anxiety. Yeah, she does have it. Yeah, and she was willing to take the fifteen thousand dollar fine, and they was like, "No, either you talk or you leave." So she chucked the deuces. And they weren't expecting that. Not at all. You know, it it it's it never surprises me that white people think you can't walk away. <laughs> like they just think like they literally think they control you. And when you show them that you that they don't, it's like they're like, oh, how, how dare she not allow us to control her? Like, <laughs> like nah, nah. I just like, and I was getting, she was getting some a little bit of blowback from like folks talking about, you know, oh, she's a millionaire, she should just shut, you know, suck it up and um, take it and go talk to them. And I was just like, why? If it's not productive for her, she's literally in a competition. Right. Like um, she's in a competition. I Look. mean, it was some people, well, not some people. So uh Candace Owens got blowback because And she came back and changed it too. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Originally, I guess she said something 
about oh you're a millionaire second up kind of like what you said and mm-hmm. then she came back and was like um good for her for i guess protecting her mental health or whatever whatever so people were mad at candace owens was like don't oh don't take it back now and blah 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 but you know i'm just like well if candace owens saw that she fucked that up then i accept her taking it back um it ain't like she apologized she just said you know good for her for protecting her mental health or whatever whatever but people just find a reason to be mad at her any goddamn way but yeah naomi she did what she had to do and i think they that it was also that um they asked her questions about her personal life that they weren't asking her questions about her matches and she Mm. didn't want that either and like i said before she should have she could have just marched on lynched in and been like um i'm just here so i don't get fined like if if that's what she wanted to do obviously she was just willing to walk away but i'm just saying that was a that could have been an option um to do that if she really wanted to continue to play she just seems real timid not like her she just seems real timid and like shy right so her deciding not to speak at the french open i don't know it don't seem it don't seem far-fetched to like it don't seem far-fetched to me. Um, especially in the middle of a competition and she feels like she performs better. If this is gonna allow her to perform better, I feel like she should be able to do whatever she should be able to do whatever the hell she wants to do anyway. Period. If she don't want to play, she shouldn't have to play. If she don't want to talk, she shouldn't have to talk, right? Um, I know that with the French Open, it's kind of I think they depend on the athletes to to talk to the press to get people, you know, excited about it. So they'll watch. But my thing is, is just that I was just like, so what y'all really try to get happen kind of backfired in your face because one of the biggest stars that y'all had just decided to walk away mm-hmm. when she was winning. So that says a lot to me, to me, I was just like, damn, she's willing to her mental health, which should always be first and foremost. She's willing to put that, first and walk the hell away from a competition that she was winning where she was in a position to make millions of more dollars so to me it doesn't seem like it was you know she she didn't need it yeah it didn't serve her so she walked away from it right and you should be able to walk away from things that don't serve you there you go you you just walk away from things that don't serve you period period and i was like well go ahead sis right she shocked the hell out of them motherfuckers hell yeah they ain't know what to do and i bet you the chick that had to i wonder how the chick felt like felt that you know that was had to play and she kind of won by default how does that feel does it still feel as good if you were to beat him good for her it don't feel good for her at all because everybody gonna be like you're not even supposed to be here sis (laughs) we know she was gonna whoop your ass it was now you're probably gonna be everybody ass okay she's that good but you know it makes me think of uh you know these new kids are setting new norms they're making up new rules and and really honestly the establishment i'm just gonna use that they don't like it and and it just reminds me of um this little boy well this mexican young man he um and i i'm using mexican because he is um he for his high school graduation he wore the mexican flag on top of his um uh cap and gown 
mm-hmm. and they wouldn't give him his diploma because of that. Why? Because they said it is a strict dress code. And that I guess a lot of the kids who were Mexican did that. But when they told them that they couldn't, they removed their flag, but he refused to because he said he was going to walk across the damn stage with his flag. And I'm pretty sure that that moment was, it meant a lot for him if he was refusing to take it the hell off. Mm-hmm. And so the principal would not give him um, his diploma. Um, I don't know how long, if he got it down or how long it took or whatever, whatever. But of course, in the comments, they were like, there are rules. You can't break the rules and da, 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 da. And it's just like these younger kids, they are tired of living in a society where everything is about rules. If you really look at it, you know what I'm saying? Like, even with, when we're talking about Naomi and, and Simone, like, they just want to do what they what they want to do, what makes them happy, and they don't want to be bogged down by all these damn rules. You got to do this. You got to do that. And and the thing about that flag thing for me is I was like, if he would have had an American flag, would he not received his diploma? Interesting. Like, would you be pressed on the rules then? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. These, these young about. kids, they better they better start making noise and and a big part of it is because of the boomers as i always say it's time for them to retire and get out the way but they won't they won't they gonna stay around forever when you said something about graduation i thought about a story that i read and i don't know if you read it too but it was two girls two black girls that were the salutatorian and the valedictorian of their school Mm -hmm. and due to some type of gpa mix-up they said that they have to, um, they had to share it with this white guy and this white girl, a uh, valedictorian salutatorian. They had to share the spots. A while ago, though? Like a huh? couple years ago? No, this was like recently. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't see that then. Dang, I should have shared it. The art, it was an article. I saw it on Facebook. But basically, what happened was is that this particular school system, they determined the valedictorian salutatorian by checking the GPA and something else that they checked. It's some other thing that they do with grade point average. So basically they didn't do both. They just did one. So the salutator, the, the valedictorian salutatorian was these, these black girls there. It was based off of one of how one way they did the GPA system. And then these other guys, when they found out the mistake, when they did it the other way, then these other two kids, they were the valedictorian salutatorian. So they had to share those spots. And those folks were just like, nah, is it because y'all just didn't want these two black girls to be the valedictorian salutatorian? No. Or what? Now I got to find it so I can tell you exactly. You remember, maybe I'm thinking of this. It was a couple years ago. I think it was in Texas where a black girl won valedictorian and it was a white boy who was salutatorian. But the school was like, told the black girl to accept the salutatorian and let the white boy be the valedictorian so it wouldn't cause an uproar. Mm. That was a couple years ago, but I remember that story, and I think it was Texas. And I was like, what the fuck? So, no, I found it. And um, it says Mississippi school called out for naming white students valedictorian salutatorian after two black students were already chosen. And this was recently, 
And basically, I'm going to read what they, I'm going to find it. And this is not on our agenda, but I need to find out what they use to dictate, like how they decided the GPAs. Um, but basically, it's the GPA they use, and it's also something else. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, it says, there are two methods to determine a student's class rank. The first is quality point average, or QPA. The second is grade point average, or GPA. Um, and this is at West Point High School in Mississippi. And it says a student's rank in his or her graduating class will be calculated by averaging his or her semester averages. Based on the above statement in the handbook, a student's ranking should be determined by GPA. However, at seniors, Senior Awards Day on May 24, 2021, the two students, the two students who were recognized as valedictory and salutatory did not have the highest GPA. Instead, these two students had the highest QPA. The two students with the highest QPA are Akira Washington and Layla Temple. The two students with the highest GPA are Dominic, whoever these white people are. Um, so they felt like it was necessary to recognize all four seniors at graduation as opposed to just um, um, all, I guess to recognize all four of them as opposed to just the two but my thing is is that if you know that's how that's calculated why would you use the QPA to calculate those girls seems like a setup to me That's why I'm a, I am a big advocate. I just want everybody to know to homeschool your kids. <laughs> Quit letting them teach your kids. They ain't going to teach them nothing any damn way, but. <sighs> Dang, they deleted their social media. Who? The the school. So <laughs> I didn't look at this tweet. It says. Now this look, this just this happened hours before graduation where those girls were told that they would be sharing their you know, whatever with the yeah. valedictory and the salutatory. They were gonna be sharing it with two other students. And then the, the school deleted their social media. Man, I'm telling you, man. I don't know, that's a setup. But that I mean, just speaking about graduation and just um these black children have to do the most. Just to be recognized and just to be to stand out and be great when they already great with a system that is constantly trying to hold them back and move the goalposts. Well, who was we talking about? Naomi? Oh, well, Naomi, we're glad that you did what was best for you, hun. Screw everybody else. Um, so, uh, we're actually skipping the stay woke section this week. So for anybody who was looking for it, um, we're going to put it on pause just for this week. We'll be back. Don't even worry about it. So we're going to skip right to the discussion. So the internet has been going crazy over the great debate as KK calls it the great bonnet debate. Um, so as everybody know, first ply said something about, um, girls wearing, bonnets and basically he didn't like that blah 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 then i think monique came after that um and she basically said um gave her heartfelt 
talk to her babies, told hey, y'all babies. loved y'all for real, and basically said that y'all don't need to be out here wearing bonnets in the airport. This shit is ghetto. And she also referenced a story about how she was checked as well by someone that she respected. And she was offended at first, but she basically realized that that person told her that out of love. And she wanted y'all to accept that um, the same way is that she's saying this out of love. Of course, that sparked some other debates. Other people came forward. Um, Jesse Wu, Tokyo, Vanity, um, Tammy Roman has the Bonnet Chronicles. And also they highlighted how she was talking about girls in bonnets and she was sitting there on the live in her house coat. What do you think? Um, I just want to address a couple of things. Um, I feel like if Monique is going to be preaching, I feel like she should have been dressed appropriately. That's number one. Even if she's in her home, because you're getting on the camera to talk to us. So, I mean, you in your house, but since we supposed to be all presentable when we step out, when you're trying to talk to us and preach to us, you should be presentable as well. If you apply that same logic that what you're trying to apply about the bonnets. Um, let me just say this about bonnets. Um, uh, okay. So let me, a little background, right? Um, I'm not going to say this girl's name because we all know who she is and we went to school with her. She made a, um, and you may not know her that well, but when I say her name, I think you'll know who she is, Brett. But I remember being in the in the calf, and this is how long ago it was. It was in the old calf, mm. and before it went to the trailer. And I remember we were talking. We were waiting for like a, you know, they had like the stations waiting. I don't know if I was waiting for an omelet to be made or what. But we were in line and talking, and she mentioned something about stepping out wearing bonnets. Right? This was years ago, mm-hmm. and it made me feel some type of way then right it made me feel some type of way then and i wasn't really sure why it made me feel some type of way and um i didn't have the terminology and the vocabulary that i have now to kind of express how i feel but now when i hear people talking about black women shouldn't be wearing bonnets or whatever outside the house my thing is is that it just kind of feels like people are always trying to police black women always uh, bright nail color and bright hair color is unprofessional. Um, afros and locks, natural hair is not professional. Um, all these things that black women can't do and can't wear because it's deemed unprofessional or unpresentable or whatever. It just seems like you police the black women for the benefit of white supremacy and pleasing and being appealing to white people. And I don't know, it just kind of bothers me. Like, do I wear my bonnet out? No, I take it off. But, well, I don't even wear a bonnet anymore. I don't really fit over my locks like that. But I don't I mean, I usually take my scarf off. And, but I also, even though I don't, even though I don't wear mine out, it don't mean that somebody else can't wear theirs out. And I'm not going to treat them any differently because they wear a bonnet or they don't wear a bonnet. Humans are, and see, that was another thing that I was saying people were saying that basically that you know if we want people to respect us we should dress respectable or some other shit like that but my question is is that why is it that it just can't be treat me respectful because i'm a fucking human being why does it need to be dependent upon how i'm dressed before you to treat me the correct way accordingly from the beginning 
Now you know that's not how that works. Well, I'm just saying. According, according to that, <laughs> to that girl the other week, would she say dress how you want to be addressed? I don't. Mm-mm. I don't like that. I don't like that because it's just like that means that. So if you see me out and I'm running to the gas station and I'm wearing my flip flops and my basketball shorts, so I need to put gas in my car. Does that mean that you don't need to respect me because I'm wearing basketball shorts and flip flops? Because that's, I mean, that's basically what you're saying. So you're saying that because I walk, if I'm running to the store, right, and I need to get something from the store, and you see me and I'm wearing a bonnet or a scarf or whatever, you wouldn't, but what if I was? Then that means that you don't need to be respectful of me because I'm wearing a bonnet. It's basically what you're saying, which is bullshit because you should respect people, period, unless they give you a reason not to. But if I'm not, if I'm minding my fucking business, I'm not giving you no problems. Then why should you be disrespectful off top because I'm not dressed in the way that you think that I should be dressed? And don't look, don't get me started. I could keep going. What do you think? <laughs> I just see it. I see it like this. So I don't know if you were with us, but I remember when you're in college. We drove up to DC to to go to the AKA convention or whatever. So you know, the boule? is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called. What is it called? I think it's called a boule. I could be wrong. Don't I was gonna to say boule, but I was not sure. So we went up there um, because, of course, Cheryl's mom is an AKA at the time, and I think it was me, Cheryl, definitely Melissa, and maybe Daniela Kobe. I'm not sure which one. So. We had our hair wrapped up the whole the whole ride there. And when we pulled up, Miss Clark looked at us and she said, before either one of you get out of this car, you need to take your hair down. And we probably were 19, 20 at the time. We didn't like what? So we just did it out of respect. But we were mad about it. Right. We didn't understand why we couldn't walk in this hotel with our bonnets on. And to me, it tells a story because now, as a 34-year-old woman, I, I ain't going outside with my bonnet on. But that's just my personal preference. Am I offended by people that do it? Not at all. That's your business. Um, but I don't do it. But that's because I'm in a different stage in my life. hmm um, to where I don't want to wear a bunny out. Now, um, if I got twists, twists and stuff up under my bonnet, then you just gonna get my twist outside. Like, pick your poison. So, um, that's just how I feel about it. I feel that for Monique, she was speaking to a crowd who don't care. Right. And that's why she received the type of pushback that she she's in. Because if you think about it, like Jesse Wu and Tokyo and stuff, they are on reality TV. You think they care about wearing a bonnet outside? Hell, you may see them wearing a bonnet on the reality show. Mm-hmm. So you talking to an audience who don't give a damn. The ones who care were the ones who was like, yeah, I don't wear a bonnet outside. Bonnet outside. Now, I think that Monique was just kind of giving a message like, you know, let's move past that, not really passing judgment because, as she said, she once was going out like whatever, too. But once she moved into a different phase, 
she too took off her bonnet. And I'm saying some of these girls, they in their 20s, they going on vacation. They don't want their hair to get messed up. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about that. They don't care about the presentation of getting on a damn plane. Mm-hmm. And most people don't. I don't really give a damn about a presentation of getting on a plane, but I never thought to wear my bonnet in the airport, you know? But once they get to a certain stage in their life where they feel they don't need that, they'll take the bonnet off themselves. They don't need to be told that. When Mm -hmm. I was 19, 20, and Miss Karen told us to take our bonnet off to go in the hotel, I was upset about it. But now she would never have to tell me that if that happened again, because I will automatically do it because Mm -hmm. I don't want to be presented in that way. And that's my business versus this these 20 year olds if they don't care that they're out like that because i didn't care that i was out like that at that age that's their business i'm not passing judgment on you for wearing your bonnet i'm not gonna wear my bonnet but if you want to wear yours that is your business and that is my stance i mean but i agree i just feel like the art of minding your business is lost like we live in a society now where people have comments about everything and feel the need to comment on everything and even on stuff that they don't know anything about. They feel like saying something for us. So I guess that's what we're moving towards. But I just kind of feel like mind your business. Mind your business and do what's best for you. And then don't worry about whatever, whoever is doing over here. Because I don't know. And there was also arguments that, you know, well, they represent all black women when they do stuff like that. I was like, no, they don't. They don't represent me. Right. If if you looking at this one black woman with a bonnet on and you thinking of all black women, then that means something wrong with your ass. Right. That's why. I know during the damn pandemic, I was on Zoom calls with women like just at different organizations, and they was they was in full face makeup, hair did, and everything, and I'm on there looking regular, and I mean really regular like t-shirt hair pulled up or something like that because we in a pandemic and i'm at home right like but that don't mean that i'm about to go run and do what they do oh that's how they want to be presented on a minute i'm going to look comfortable because i'm at home like i i hate that narrative but you know what a, a thing that drives that narrative is i've heard men say things like like what we said before, um, dress how you want to be addressed. Um, men have said things like when you come out a certain type of way, don't a man want to approach you, blah, 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 blah. And I think what drives this narrative is this, this want or this desire to be wanted by a man. And so women push these ideals that anytime you step out of the house, you have to be made over. So if your husband is out there that he'll find you, let me tell you something. If he, what's the saying? If you don't accept me at my worst, you don't get me at my best. Right. Like I'm not about, I am not about to get dolled up to go across the street to Harris Teeter. But I can't tell you how many women that I have heard that have been like, I am wearing like my house chic, busted sweatpants with holes in them. And, and somebody still, still gonna holler, holler. and they will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still gonna holler. Trying to ch- will chase your busted down looking ass around the food line, okay? And will like that. I don't know. And then also that same energy isn't applied to men. 
Right. They can go out looking however the fuck they want to. I ain't seen not one, and maybe I am incorrect, but I haven't seen one debate yet over men and they do raise. And you know that's funny because um oh yeah the men and a do rag thing you oh you right um I you remember my old uh, store manager he said that his wife couldn't go out looking any kind of way because when she goes out she represents him mm-hmm. and I said so if she just run into the store real quick <laughs> what should she wear to the store. And he's like, I mean, a nice shirt and, and some ni- uh, some jeans or something like that is fine, but she can't go out in no hooping shorts. And I'm like, shit, I done been to the store in some hooping shorts. I'm just mm-hmm. going like, I don't know. I can't fathom just having to be prim and proper all the time because it just pleases the ego of a man. And that's where a lot of this stemmed from. Like you were saying, um, uh, pleasing white supremacy and stuff like that. This is how men want us to look. And so women are pushing that narrative of how men want us to look. Now, I said I ain't going to wear no bonnet in public, but I'm going to wear some balling shorts. I, I don't mean, need hello? to be dressed to kill to pump gas. Me, right. I don't understand. Just like I'm not going to be dressed to kill in the airport. Right. I'm not. I'm not either. But I've never been dressed to kill in the airport. If if somebody if somebody wants to wear like I've seen like I've seen men and women in suits. I've seen them in dresses and heels. I've seen it. You know? I and I'm I always just assumed that they had somewhere to be after they got off the plane. Like I didn't but I don't know. I don't it's very rare that that's not the norm. It had to get right on the plane. Right. I'm like, that's not to me. When people travel, they want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see a whole bunch of women decked all out, completely full face, beat high heels, none of that in the airport. People have places to be, right. and nobody want to be all dolled up in some heels and a tight ass dress for a three hour flight. Well, I don't. I so I'm going to be dressed appropriately. I don't, I, wearing don't, a bonnet? I don't, and I don't know nobody who do. Right. To, to tell you the truth. I don't, I have never pulled up to the airport waiting for a friend and we about to take a flight and they was dolled up. Cause I would straight up look at them and be like, where the hell is you going? Like this flight is such and such hours long. Why? It's about comfort. Like, I don't know. Like, I may not wear a bonnet, but I'm definitely going to be in some sweats and some sneakers. Right. I ain't going to be, you ain't going to see me in no bonnet, but sweats, tights, some, some kind of, uh, short or something, something comfortable, like t-shirt. I'll make sure I have a cardigan or a jacket or something. Cause the flights be getting chilly. Mm-hmm. Like, girl ain't nobody and I always I started this habit um I used to wear sandals to the airport I don't know more um because I don't like the floor and they make you walk on the damn floor and so I did not like that so I always wear tennis shoes to the airport so I won't have to walk my barefoot on the nasty ass airport floor and it's gross hey y'all Girl, come up in here like you on top. 
Yeah. Is the girls in the bed? Girl, yeah, they finally in the bed, girl. I finally, it was a lot going on today in the past hour and a half. Well, we're on our discussion topic, which is the um, debate about uh, bonnets in public. And so me and KK have given our opinion. You want to jump in here? Um, Yeah, so bonnets in public. Ooh, I feel like people just should let people be who they are. And if they want to wear their bonnet in public and go out, then let them wear their bonnet and be great. I mean, personally, I look cute in a bonnet. So, I mean, I don't mind. I've taken pictures in bonnets, you know, even my kids. Like, I have girls and I have daughters. Like, one of my daughters, literally, if she gets her hair done, she wants to ride in the car with her bonnet on till she gets out at carpool. Because, Because she wants to keep her hair fresh. I mean... I, I, if you know my kids, you probably know which one that is. Um, but yeah, what'd you say? I didn't say nothing. Oh yeah, so I just feel like you should just let people do what they want to do. If they want to wear their bonnet out, let them wear their bonnet out. I mean, I know some people say it's ghetto or, you know, people shouldn't wear their bonnets. But there's all types of different types of bonnets that people, like if you buy the... um what's her name? I think it's L Grace or something like that. Like I have a bonnet that she has and it doesn't even look like a bonnet. It actually looks like a slap cap, but it's a bonnet. And I've worn that out um, a few times before, but I just feel like people just need to mind their business and let people be great. And there's some fashionable bonnets out here. Toya has some out here um i have a line sister that has a bonnet line and her bonnets are cute you know you know what i so i don't mind so this so this happened let's see we went to we came back from my so we went to brunch one day and this place if y'all been to it's was it it's a southern thing this place is always jumping on the weekend for brunch right Mm -hmm. so this chick dead ass was up in there with a whole bonnet on a a tank top and some pajama pants now this is brunch (laughs) was she in there like was she getting takeout no oh she was just in there like it was a regular day waiting for my table about to have mimosas (laughs) And, and and eat my meal and at first I was I just shook my head because I said what the hell is going on but then I was just like you know what whatever that's not my business so I just moved on but does things like that bother y'all because we're, we're talking about making runs and all this stuff and having your bonnet on and having your bonnet on in the car until you get to where you're going how do you feel about women who are actively it's three o'clock p.m. in the daytime and they just out chilling with a bonnet on having dinner and gives no fuck do you boo I, I mean I might give her like a little side eye but I mean do you because see I don't I don't know like I just I always like to think that people are struggling with stuff that we know nothing about 
What if her her house had burned down and she didn't have no clothes and that's all she had and she just wanted to feel better so she went to brunch. Okay. I was thinking the same thing about like not really knowing what people got going on. Um, like KK said, I probably would be looking like, really? She didn't came out here in this bonnet in these pajama pants during break. But then a part of me would be like, well, man, maybe, I don't know, maybe she got some mental health issues. Maybe she had a bad breakup. Maybe it's just a bad day. And she just wanted some brunch. Yeah, I I accept um, all of those because I thought about that too. Like, when I thought about it later, not at that moment, like at that moment, I just dismissed it. And I was thinking to myself now, I was thinking to myself, like, in that situation, her wearing that bonnet was unacceptable. But then I stopped and I said, wait a minute. I said, because I really don't know what she was going through that day. What if, like, she lost everything and her, her friends were like, let's just go out and have brunch to make her feel good. And I was just like, anything could have happened for that, you know, for that situation. But then some people just don't give a shit. It could be one of those, but she could she could just be a woman who was just like, I don't give a damn. They're going to take this bonnet and these pajamas, and I'm going to eat my chicken wings and have my mimosas. What you going to do to me? Mm-hmm. And and that's okay, too. <laughs> like, really, when you, when you put it because that's her business, and she can do that. And so it, I really just bring it up just to say that there's really a different mindset for each person. But just because I don't think like you don't make – what I do wrong it just don't fit you and that's fine right and I mean that's the world that kind of remind me of you know how they tell people at church you know come as you are and then some people come as they are but then people will be like why they got that on you know what I'm saying or why they got that dress on or whatever just because it doesn't fit to your standards don't mean like you said that it's right or wrong Everybody has their own opinions. And they own they own shit that they dealing with, so Exactly. Exactly. Well, all right guys. Um that was all for today. Um did y'all want to close with some self care tippies? Hmm? Um, I have one thing. It's not really self-care. More so like a little announcement. Um, Beaufort Community College uh, in North Carolina is offering free tuition through 2023. And I think other community colleges are doing the same. But if that's something that you might be interested in, I think it's worth looking into only because some people don't get a chance to go to school because they feel like they can't afford it. And this is an opportunity to get your foot in the door to see if this is something that you like or you don't. So my self-care for you is um, to take advantage of free opportunities. You know what, KK, speaking of that, um, I was looking up, um, I was looking on the other day, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about skills like having a skill set mm-hmm. and um after that I started looking at like the techno um at Derm Tech Girl and I was looking at the courses that they had available because <laughs> I was like I need a skill I feel like I need a skill you know 
mm-hmm. like a certificate or something. Get me a certificate and something. And then I was looking at all of and then it was so funny the way they have it set up is because they have like the skill or the job. And then they have like the um, entry level amount. And then they have like the median. And like if you live in the RDU area, how much they're getting paid and, you know, how many of those jobs are available. And I was just sitting there like, you know what? That's a good idea. That is a good self-care tip. That just made me think about what I was doing. But I didn't find nothing that I was too interested in. I I did see something, and then I was like, ooh, child. That looked like it was serious, so I changed my mind. KK, that is a real good um, tip because, as you know, most community colleges um, provide, uh, what is it, skills? Mm-hmm where people mm-hmm. can go and get a skill and stuff. And so for them to be doing it for free, it's actually a good a good opportunity for people to jump on that. And um, they do certifications and stuff like that. And, and if you have been paying attention to this job market, um, everybody wants you to have a certification in something. And mm-hmm. it'd be yeah, dumb shit, but you can go to a community college um, for free, would you say in 2023 and get a certification um and be able to get hired by more jobs but pay attention uh, to the job market because they move to go post all the time but yeah. yeah and also with that too um some of the jobs that they had on there at these community colleges you can always start there do your two years get a certificate and then it was like um entering the college you know and see if they um particularly Durham Tech was in with all the UNC schools. So. Oh, IT too. I, yeah. How could we forget IT? Listen, listen. If you live in this area, your ass better get on some tech shit real fucking quick because RTP Google is, is going coming. up. Okay, Apple, Apple Google, Rumor, Nike, like everything, everything in this area is about to be tech and healthcare if you plan on staying in this area, you need to get with it quickly. Girl, that's what I was looking up. I was looking up some coding, some medical coding. Girl, they started talking about some stuff I didn't know what they was talking about. I was like, honey, I don't know about this. And also, I don't I don't know if I told you this. Also on LinkedIn, if you if you pay for the premium LinkedIn and you take the courses that they that they post or whatever, they will certify you as being an expert in that subject mm-hmm. on your page. Mm-hmm. Okay, LinkedIn. Maybe I need to look into some more trades then. I mean, I would. I, mean, I don't know about these other community colleges, but both are they're doing all types of. Um, programs so it i think cosmetology i think might be offered as well so things like that just look into you just never know mm-hmm. um something that you've always wanted to do you might be able to do it for the free well let me go let me go um live out my dream of being a cosmetologist and i checked on it today to see if it was legit and it is on the website for both for community college i also applied today and there was no you um, application for, huh you apply for? I want, they have a business um, administration certificate that I thought might be dope to get. Mm. Mm. I'm going to look on it. Is it online? Mm-hmm. 
I asked, was the first question I asked before I applied. I was like, is this online? And he was like, yep. So did you call a number to apply or what? No, I applied right there on the website. I'm looking at it now on my phone to see what kind of stuff they have offered. And where is Buford? Where is that located? Is that near you? It's in Washington, North Carolina. Oh, I had no idea. But I mean, the program is, I mean, it's eligible for all North Carolina residents. So... They got some. I'm looking now since they're close to the coast. I think they have stuff with like boats, mm-hmm. um, where you could, I guess, if you want to do stuff like in the water, it seems like they're offering those type of things too. I'm gonna look at what they got to offer. Give me Toby, a try. Do you have, um, a, do you have a, a self-care tip? Or did um, you- so my self-care tip is. I'm usually really, really good or um, I have been really good in the past about like my calendar, sticking to my calendar. I am very, a per- I'm a person that's like my calendar, my calendar. I got to look at my calendar. Let me look at my calendar. Um, I'm juggling a lot of things. I'm in transition with a lot of things at this period of time. And it's like my calendar is just, not working out for me and it's because I haven't been putting stuff in my calendar and now my times and everything are it's like all screwed up so I would just say get yourself that schedule and you know plan stuff out if you a person that can't handle things you know just everywhere make sure that you plan stuff out get you a schedule and you just go stay organized that's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, let's see. What is my self care tip this week? Mine is going to be be okay with being busy sometimes. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because I have been on the go for like. Shit, I can't even. It seems like every freaking day, weekend, like I just have so much to do, and like I, I just be feeling like, yo, why am I not? Why am I still moving? Like, what is this? What is this about? Like, this ain't my life. Like, I be having time to myself. And then this past Friday, I was the first day that I didn't do anything, and I sat in the house and I felt weird. I was like, why the hell I ain't got nothing to do? <laughs> And then it just dawned on me, like, you know, the saying is, what is it? Don't complain about how much is on your plate when you ask to eat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like, um, sometimes those be, be, oh, those busy moments is what you need, what you ask for is setting you up. So, um, always take time for yourself when needed, but, um, Never complain about having too much on your plate when it was your desire to eat. That's it. Don't complain about being booked and busy, huh? Booked and busy, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that's all I have. Do you guys have anything else? I don't have anything else. 
Anybody else have to give up at 5 a.m.? Nope, just me. Um, well, I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.